0: Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this episode, we are going to talk about the pros and cons of using analogies. The point of this podcast is to help you become an intentional communicator. It's based on the book's brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also Noise, Living and Leading when Nobody Can Focus. And what I really want you to think about are ways to cut through the clutter right so that when you communicate you're not creating noise for people you're you're clarifying and for many people this is difficult because it's easier than ever to communicate but it's also becoming more and more difficult to be good at it and this podcast episode this particular topic was inspired recently when I was teaching a course so i teach a, a um, brief 1 on 1 courses And this one was to a military unit and at one of the breaks on the second day of the course, um, one of of the participants came up to me and asked me a question. He's like, what's your perspective on analogies? And my immediate response was I love them. And then we had a short conversation and I started thinking a little bit more about, well, I love them, but they also can be dangerous too. And then I thought, um, well, you know, it might need me to do a podcast on this because his question just seemed to me, it caught, kind of caught me off guard. I thought everybody loves analogies, but he really wanted to, as a professional, get my take on, you know, do I use them? Do I not use them? Do I like them? Do I hate them? You know, what's my take? And I just thought everybody loved them. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit of a closer look at these literary devices, really, and and help you maybe start to think about the power and also the peril of using analogies when you communicate. One way of looking at it is they can be a huge hit, really like a game-changing thing, or they can be a swing and a miss if you're not careful. So in this course, I think maybe what, what got him thinking about analogies was a story that I told. I'll share it with you now because it was at the time, um, really eye-opening for me that this business executive approached me and he was looking for some guidance about how to speak to the board of directors and as the story goes he was the chief technology officer for a very very big company so a fortune 500 company and the company was in manufacturing in the building industry and his challenge was the next board meeting every one of the senior leaders of this organization had to present what their cost-cutting proposals were for the board. So the board of directors was asking for all the leaders, technology, human resources, marketing, manufacturing, distribution, the list goes on and on, about contributions to cut cost. So laying people off, changing big programs, et cetera. And they had a, a sort of a big macro number cost cutting number that they were trying to shoot for and everybody had to contribute to it. And he called me and he asked me for my help to prepare his presentation in this meeting, which I was happy to, happy to do. So I went to his office and, and we sat down and we started talking. Well, I'm not going to get into the details of exactly what I did to help him. And that might be another podcast for another day. Suffice it to say that I helped him create a, a one pager. We did a podcast on this recently and it was pretty powerful. So it was like in a page that sort of summarized his mandate as the chief technology officer. And what he was trying to do was to, uh, remove seven different, very, very old infrastructure technology systems, things like servers and mainframes that are, were ancient really and replace them with a single technology operating system for the company. Well, this company has been around for a long time and this task was pretty difficult actually it would take him in his estimate you know about 10 years um to get it right because there the was a very very large company and very very old and complicated systems that you couldn't just you know throw away with it and replace overnight so in helping him do this i cuz my brain thinks this way i understood his task his challenge his mandate to be almost like a heart transplant in what I told him is, and I made a suggestion, you may may compare what you're doing to a heart transplant and say that if you in any way stop what you're doing in the middle of the surgery, the patient dies. Now that's a very brutal, strong analogy, but it really struck a nerve with him because the technology really is the heart of that organization. If you don't have technology, you don't know how much things cost, what is an inventory, um, you know, the technology tells the whole story about where things are and how much things cost and who gets what and when, et cetera, because they're a manufacturing company that distributes some products. So he used that in the meeting and he came back and he was elated. And he said, you know what? They didn't cut my budget by a dime. And I tell that story in the, in the intercourse about not only about the power of analogies, certainly, but the main is the, the power of the one pager making the case for your reason for existence. Um, if you don't do it, the risks. Um, are great that people may cut even deeper than you thought. In this particular case, he came out unscathed. And I think that was what triggered in this course participant the question that was, hey, what are your perspective on analogies? So here's some thoughts about this and just a quick background on the on the term. So you would define an analogy simply as a comparison between two things, two different things um, in order to clarify or explain them better, right? So you're using, heart transplant, re- replacing and removing technology, the, you know, the human body and a company's technology, they're different things, but you're, you're creating connections or parallels to make people understand it better. Um, so a couple of things to think about. Well, first of all, in terms of literary devices, you've got similes and metaphors, right? So a simile is like, and using the like, like, or as, and a metaphor doesn't use like, or as time as a thief is a metaphor. And um, love is like oxygen is a simile. So, you have those two literary devices at your, at your beck and call when you're trying to create an analogy. Um, so, pros and cons, let's just kind of go through them quickly. And, and um, some of this will be kind of eye opening for you, some of it will be just repeating things that you already understood. There's no go to answer like analogies are great. They can be great and they can be dangerous. Let's talk about their danger where they can, where you can get into trouble. Well, first is if the analogy is misleading, okay. Misleading. So you use it, but when you actually go deeper, it, it isn't true. So recently I heard somebody talk about, you know, trying to, um, you know, it was like cutting off a big toe right before a race. So to save weight and, I said, no, that's misleading. That's not actually what we're doing. That would be that would be a misleading analogy because then that analogy would indicate that you're cutting your toe before a race, but the, the better analogy is you're cutting belly fat before a race. So analogies could be misleading. Sometimes they could be untrue. The connections are just absolutely um, a stretch. And then finally, I think where they can be dangerous... Is ones that are sort of off the cuff. And when you're thinking in terms of analogies and you're in a moment and you start to train your brain to, to use them, there can be a temptation to pull them out of thin air. And when you start to use them, you find out that they're not as effective as you thought, because you're just literally making them up on the spot. So they can't, they can be misleading, you know, like, um, you know, management's like being a magician. You know, that you start going down this rabbit hole of trying to make that analogy work and you double down on it, you triple down on it, you just find out that it's really not working. You can start to see in people's eyes, like it's not clarifying, it's not deepening and deepening understanding. So that's sort of on the flip side of it. So they can be misleading, they can be untrue, or simply they're, they're, not, they're ill prepared. Well, what, what's the goodness in analogies? Well, they can help simplify something. You're you're taking this, like in the in the example of this technology, this very, very complicated technology that if you start going down this path, of explaining all these facets of infrastructure and code and servers and, and data migrations and all these just things that people may or may not even care about or understand, it could simplify things by saying that it's like doing a, a, a heart transplant. You know, that technology is to an organization like a hardest to the body. And sometimes it's just so beaten and abused and hurt and damaged that it requires a transplant. You just have to remove it, replace it. That can help simplify. Analogies also can help relate. You can find analogies that are super relatable. Um, give you a couple of silly, but simple analogies. Like life is like riding a bicycle. I think this was said by Einstein, right? Balance means keep on moving right? So you got to stay on the bike. You got to keep on moving to stay in balance. That's what life is like riding a bicycle. Well, most people have ridden a bicycle. That's pretty relatable. You know that if you slow down, you start getting out of balance. You got to keep on moving. Good analogy. Works. Memories like a diary. Okay. Well, you keep it with you, right? You're, you're, you know, an unexamined life is like a garden where weeds aren't pulled, where the gardener is asleep, not pulling weeds. That's what an unexamined life is. It's like a garden filled with weeds, neglected. Then there's other ones that are just like, it really, that creates this relatable thing. Sometimes they're humorous. You know, like it's, you know, I've heard this analogy. It's like a circular f- firing squad. I've never even thought there was such a thing, but you know, firing squads are in lines, but now you circle around and everybody's killing each other. Um, never even seen that. No, never knew that was true. It was kind of funny, kind of humorous, you know? Um, and then you hear ones like, you know, you, even a broken clock is right twice a day, or even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. And humorously in my company, we've adopted, uh, a mashup of those two analogies. So as the analogy goes out at our work, it's even a blind squirrel finds a nut twice a day. So you have these, they can be funny. They can be relatable. Um, And then finally, I think they deepen understanding in their simplicity. You actually understand the thing better, the connection between the two things. You know, I've heard prayer likened to rising smoke, you know, well, you sit outside a bonfire where I live, I have like, you know, these burn barrels and you out there in the yard and you just kind of do yard work and you're burning things and you see the smoke rising up the sky and, and kind of your understanding becomes its simplicity deeper. So it's kind of cool that way. Um, so those are analogies and they're powerful. They can be dangerous, but they can be incredibly effective. So here's a couple of things that I want you to think about when you use them. Two big things. Number one is take time to find the ones that work for you. And, but take time, be deliberate. You know, I think, you know, haste makes worse. <laughs> haste makes waste. So, so don't, don't be hasty in, in coming up with them really Find, if you've got something that you're working on and you can find an analogy, make sure it fits. So take some time and find them. Think about them. Think about what is this like? Use chat GPT. You know, I did this just for this podcast because, you know, um, I did a, just a, quibble, a simple prompt in chat GPT. You know, it's as easy as, I said, write, a, write an analogy finishing the sentence, it's as easy as, and then boom, I got a dozen things. It's as easy as putting together a baby puzzle. It's as easy as finding water in a rainstorm. It's as easy as spreading butter on warm bread. It's as easy as as an open book exam. So you can use chat GPT, maybe as a prompt, if you're trying to find an analogy that works for you. Um, and also say that there are some analogies that you know for, for those of you in the military and the government who are working in sort of more bureaucratic realms I've heard this one and I still don't understand it but it's fascinating and misleading and confusing and funny all at the same time and it's like a self licking ice cream cone, which it just sounds like Alice in Wonderland and weirdness and I even had to look that up on chat GPT and it almost melted my my iPhone but um, use them they can be powerful. The second thing is, you know, take obviously take time to find the ones that work for you, and um, use that use them to help other people, not because you like them, because really it's a device to clarify and deepen understanding for the person you're talking to. Yes, they can help you deepen your understanding, but they have to work for the person you're talking to. So, so you know, use them, but don't abuse them. So, finally, this is kind of my wrap up on this. May not come as a surprise to to those of you who've listened to this podcast before, but making this podcast was as easy as drinking cold water on a hot day and as hard as cutting cold butter with a dull knife. Helpful? Hope so. Just saying.